Hey, turns out the government, the DHS, uh, leaked documents out like DHS planned to police disinformation. So, wait, didn't they end this program when, with, when they got rid of that crazy TikTok lady they tried to put in charge of the disinformation? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I hate to say it, but I'm afraid for our democracy. Uh, behind closed doors and through pressure of private platforms, the United States government has used its power to try to shape online discourse. According to meeting minutes and other records, discussions have ranged from the scale and scope of government intervention in online discourse to the mechanics of streamlining takedown requests for false and intentionally misleading information. So I'm just going to let you know what this means. This is called fascism. This is called fascism. So I know that people like to throw that term around. That's what this is. This is the government and huge giant corporations that control the flow of information in a democracy. And they're colluding together to suppress your First Amendment rights. That's called fascism. And I know you're going to hear that term a lot. But it's already happening. And by the way, when people say January 6th undermined our democracy, your democracy was stolen for you from you a long time ago. You are living in a corporatocracy. We are living. We had a coup d'etat, as Chris Hedges has said on this show. It happened in slow motion. And we live in a di- corporate dictatorship. The nameless, the, so the face of the of the dictator has been replaced by the nameless, faceless corporate state, and we now live in this totalitarian. They get they get to they get to drug test you. They get to so the government is the corporation you're working for because the corporations now control our government. They control our regulatory agencies. That's why we had all these COVID policies, not because they were run by science or by doctors, but they because they were run by the biggest predatory corporations in the world that's called big pharma pfizer and moderna they and johnson and johnson they're the biggest predatory corporations in the world the kind of people who put asbestos and baby powder and get half the country hooked on heroin are that that's what happens so we're already living in it and so this is just we now found out how they suppressed any dissent from the corporate government combined narrative it happened. You're, this January 6th is a distraction for you, the dumb Democrat voter who doesn't realize we live in an oligarchy. That's not my opinion. That was proven by a Princeton study years ago. Your democracy has been stolen from you decades ago. This is just proving it. And they're doing this all at the behest of the military-industrial complex and big pharma and health insurance companies. That's the people, and Wall Street, the people who actually control this country. It's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden is president because Wall Street let him be president, just like Kamala Harris is vice president, because she was their second choice, not because she gets votes. This jokes for this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think these. Oh, oh yeah. So Lee Fang uh, did this article along with that Ken Klipperstein guy who p- passed all that fake info about ivermectin around. He's a, he's a corporate tool. They work for a billionaire at The Intercept. So I, the weird thing is The Intercept does this thing about how 
uh, were being suppressed by the fascist government working with big social media. But you know everybody at the Intercept is for that censorship that they're exposing. That's the weird thing. Now, I don't know about this Lee guy, but I certainly know Ken Klipperstein and almost Ryan Gray. Everybody at the Intercept is for censorship. Yeah. Well, they, so that's why this is weird. They're exposing that it's them, happening yeah. as if it's a scandal, but that's the thing that they're all for. So go ahead. Jerks like you in your garage or whatever. Right. Let them dribble out little bits of the truth at a reasonable pace. Uh huh. Without amateurs getting in. Yeah. Causing uh, disharmony. The intercept still can't tell you. By the way, the intercept still can't tell you the truth about Syria or RussiaGate, or they won't do it. So, uh, that's, so, but I can, I can, I can easily outdo the intercepts reporting and I have on Russiagate and Syria and all the things like that. The, the gas attacks, the, all that. I've, I've outdone them. It's not hard. It's not hard. Uh, I don't work for a billionaire, but congratulations to Lee and the propaganda spreader Ken Clipperstein, uh, who lied about COVID, uh, wants you to be mandated for vaccines and lied about ivermectin and early treatments. So Lee Fang says, Doc show Facebook and Twitter closely collaborating with the Department of Homeland Security, <laughs> FBI, to police disinformation. Plans to expand censorship on topics like withdrawal from Afghanistan, the origins of COVID, info that undermines trust in banks and financial institutions. Are you kidding me? What, Kurt? Okay, so withdrawal from Afghanistan, they're keeping an eye on yeah, they, they, about that? Yeah, they wanted to, they want to control the narrative, certainly, and they did. So how disinformation is defined by the government has not been clearly articulated. And the inherently subjective nature of what constitutes disinformation provides a broad opening for the Department of Homeland Security officials to make politically motivated determinations about what constitutes dangerous speech. So apparently, so this is what they're doing. So this is the stuff that they're policing now. The origins of COVID, our withdrawal from Afghanistan, anything that undermines the establishment. But hey, I thought, so Islamic terrorism is not a thing anymore, Kurt. That's good news. Remember how serious that was? (laughs) Did they give, did the Islamic terrorists just give up or something? (laughs) You know, the ones that we're working with in Syria? Did they just, oh, cool. Okay, well. I, I can't wait for a reboot of 24 where Jack Bauer fights COVID disinformation. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 24 hours to censor this tweet. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's, we should do that as a sketch. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. How disinformation is defined by, so they don't even know how to define, they can't define what disinformation is or when they say, it. so we have no info on what disinfo is. <laughs> Better pour more money into this like it's Ukraine. <laughs> So here's it's a known unknown. It's a it is. So here's more from Lee. I think you pronounce his last name Fong, even though it's pronounced spelled Fang. FBI agent Laura Demlo was in communications with Facebook that led to the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020 over the false allegation that it was disinformation. This year, she met with Twitter Department of Homeland Security to stress we need a media infrastructure that is held accountable. Wow, it's good that the media is going to be held accountable for suppressing that story. (laughs) I'm kidding. She was threatening to protect the powerful, not the people who suppress that story. Mm. So here it is, by the way, here it is. 
Pursuant to the third-party subpoena, Meta, that's Facebook, has identified the FBI's FITF as supervisor, supervised by Laura Demlow and Elvis Chan as involved in the communications between the FBI and Meta that led to Facebook's suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. And here's the CISA Cybersecurity Advisory. They, uh... We need a media structure that is held accountable. We need early educate the populace and that today. Critical thinking seems to be a problem. Wait, huh. yes. wait, 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 wait. Is that the same as like the article that said don't critically think? It so- sounds like it to me. Like there's not enough critical thinking. It sounds like they're upset that people are thinking critically. Oh my But maybe God. it's the other thing that you say. And you remember when Joe Rogan actually again got, no fucking journalists in the world got this guy to admit this. Joe Rogan got this guy to admit that they were working with the FBI to suppress Hunter Biden's laptop story. That this came directly from them. And now we know for sure. But here's what he said on Joe Biden. Remember this? How do you guys handle things when they're uh, I mean, a Joe Rogan, not Joe Biden. Big news item that's controversial. Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. Had that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than ah. Twitter. Um, we censored it mostly. <laughs> uh, not all the ways so I could say something stupid like this and make it sound like we're not totally authoritarian censors, but we are. And basically, the background here is the FBI. The FBI uh, told basically us. Came to us. They basically some, came to us and said, it. "Fucking censor that," and we did. Okay. <laughs> so prior to the 2020 election, tech companies, including Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Discord, Wikipedia, Microsoft, LinkedIn. You should go read my Wikipedia page. It's a com. It's a comedy of uh, CIA talking points. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, LinkedIn and Verizon Media met on a monthly basis with the FBI, CISA, and other government representatives. According to the NBC News, the meetings were part of an initiative still ongoing between the private sector and government to discuss how firms would handle misinformation during the election, meaning how they would censor. That's what that means. And how government would tell the, the uh, social media companies who to censor, how fast, when, why, and for what reasons. And then they would do it. Why? Because they don't want to be regulated by the government that they control fucking anyway. If only we hadn't driven that TikTok singy lady off of, we could have at least laughed while she explained it through song to us. I wish. <laughs> so here's Facebook and Twitter created special portals for the government to rapidly request takedowns of content. <laughs> The portals, along with NGO partners, means non-governmental organization partners, meaning these people, they look like charities, like the white helmets. Yeah. But they're not. They're actually establishment bullshit, military industrial complex funded motherfuckers who are pro-war and lying to you. So they have these people, they think they're charities, and then they funnel the information to them, and then they're used to censor a wide range of content. You know, these people who say they're fact checkers on Facebook, they're all funded by the establishment, but they say they're, they're not government. Oh, we're nonpartisan, non-government, but we just say who to censor on Facebook. And they're all liars because they're working for the people that we're actually exposing. So, uh, uh, including obvious parody accounts and content disagreeing with government pandemic policy. So the government could go right to this special portal, tell Facebook, take this motherfucker down right away. And they did that to us a couple times. Uh, here, Li Feng, uh, or Fong, he 
This is great. He says the emails and documents show close collaboration by the Department of Homeland Security and for the private sector. Twitter's Vijay, Vijay Jet, remember her? Yeah. She was on with yeah, Joe Rogan yeah. and I caught her lying a couple of times. Yeah. And so Elon Musk fired her immediately. And uh, she, uh, she, they met monthly with the Department of Homeland Security to discuss censorship plans. I don't think, I don't remember her disclosing that when she went on no. Joe Rogan. You don't remember her? Oh, I remember she said harm reduction. That's oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> to discuss censorship plans. They met on a, on a frickin' monthly basis. Microsoft executive texted the Department of Homeland Security, quote, platforms have got to get comfortable with government. Wow. Government's gonna come in and tell the social media who to censor and who to, that's, again, get that's comfy. a, get comfy. That's a big constitutional violation. This is, this should be a scandal, except all the media is owned by the people who want to do this. And it's even the, even the uh, magazine, this, appro- oh, I don't know what you call it, the news outlet, this, appro- all the people there approve of this. Who's all the people at the intercept approve of fucking censorship. That's why it's wild that this is being reported can in that. You, can, can I quote a great band? Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the name? Velshi from CNN? Yes. He said, the point I think that gets lost here in this discussion is it's it's not the government. It's a corporation doing it. So it's OK. So it's OK. He just said that. Yeah. And by the way, it is the government with the goddamn corporation. That's right, which is called fascism. Yeah. Uh, how does the Department of Homeland, Ju- Homeland Security justify its evolving mission from countering foreign terror groups to policing domestic disinformation on social media? That's what they were supposed to do. Keep us safe from terrorism. And now they're fucking perusing now they're the policemen on twitter facebook and instagram and youtube yes so when i'm talking about when we get attacked on youtube that you don't think the cia the fbi the intelligence community is 100 percent embedded in youtube just like they're embedded in every newsroom in this country of course they are i can't believe that the islamic radical terrorism just totally just stopped. totally went away it's amazing. So they needed you to be afraid of the fundamental Islamic terrorism so they could fund the military industrial complex war against them. Yeah. Now they have Ukraine. They don't care about them Last anymore. They're actually fighting with us in Syria. Yeah, so can... that's why we love them now and we're funding them. They, <laughs> and, and, and so, uh, Earlier this year, the Department of Homeland Security launched a widely panned disinformation governance board, which it later shuttered following criticism. But the same agenda still lives on with the Department of Homeland Security's sub-agency called CISA, which argues disinformation as a threat to Americans' American critical infrastructure. What? Dep- draft Department of Homeland Security quad review, which plans agency policy leaked to us, shows growing focus on MDM, which stands for misinformation, disinformation, malinformation to protect homeland, uh, homeland against the spread of toxic narratives. How the, you know, that sounds like dictators. That's what dictators always say, that we're saving you from toxic narratives from our enemies. And that's why we censor. Uh, toxic narratives like, uh, you, so the guy with the hammer in the bus is a big Jimmy Dore guy. Yeah. That, that kind so, of toxic, that kind of toxic yeah. narratives. Uh, how the agency defines false info and what's narratives are prioritized isn't clear. Nor should it be. Uh, Pre-decisional, deliberative, unclassified for, uh, while mitigating the harmful impacts of MDM on Homeland Security, the Department of Homeland Security must be proactive and timely in transmitting factual information about our operations, especially in a disaster. So this is all wait, bullshit. Wait, we need to be timely in transmitting factual information 
a better operator. I mean, we may have to take 66 years in many cases uh, <laughs> to come out and be factual about our actual operations. So what they're saying is the government is going to protect you from liars. The government, politicians are going to protect you from liars. Chris Christie's going to protect you from the buffet. <laughs> Well, he would. I mean, technically, he would. maybe he probably would because yeah. he won all the mm-hmm. like a secret. But it still agent. works. You get my point. Uh, our government produces lies and disinformation at industrial scale and always has. It overclassifies vital information to block its own citizens from becoming any the wiser. It pays thousands of press aides to play hide and s- the salami with the facts. <laughs> That's a good uh, campaign ad. He plays hide yeah. the salami with facts. <laughs> the Department of Homeland Security official working on disinformation noted during an internal strategy discussion that the agency should use third-party nonprofits as a clearinghouse for information to avoid the appearance of government propaganda so that's like when you see fact checked out all those people claim their fact all those th- uh they're all working for the establishment so you and the government so you don't know it isn't that amazing and they call other people conspiracy theories as they're instituting the biggest conspiracies in the world i just love these black bars of redacted on every single thing you ever see like <laughs> They suggested designating multiple voices as the clearing hour so there is not one trusted voice. Uh, so oh. this is all it. Okay. Uh, and so, so now I love that I saw a couple of reactions to this. I love money laundering facts and science and truth. This is a great time to be mentally stable. So that's what they're doing. They're money laundering facts, science, and truth. That's what this is about. Oh, down here. The details of this get worse and worse the more you look at them. Yes. <laughs> That's why you can't go down. This is your hole. biggest nightmare you could imagine yeah. as far as free speech, liberty, thoughts, the amount, information flow, anything, dissent, in, 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 criticizing. This is the worst thing you could think of. It's actually happening. No one gives a shit because they're all for it because the media is owned by the people who are doing this and that, and they say vote Democrat and they do. Uh, remember this, this was from how they did the election to get rid of Trump and put in Biden. This was in Time magazine, a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, stare media coverage and control the flow of information. That's how they won the election. They bragged about it in Time magazine. That's called a conspiracy. That's what that's called. An unbelievably huge, large conspiracy. That's what that is. Who wrote that, I wonder? Um, I forget who who wrote that, but it was in Time magazine. During the 2020 election, the Department of Homeland Security, in an email to an official at Twitter, forwarded information about a potential threat to critical U.S. infrastructure, citing FBI warnings, in this case about an account that could imperil election system integrity. Really? Well, the Twitter user in question had 56 followers, along with a bio that read, DM us your weed store locations. Hoes be mad, but this is a parody account. Under the a banner image of Blucifer, the 30-foot, 2-foot-tall demonic horse sculpture featured at the entrance of the Denver International Airport. So that they were, they were sending, the DHS was saying, hey, hey, 
Take this account down. This obvious bullshit account. This is what your tax dollars are going toward. <laughs> we are not sure if there was any action that can be taken, but we wanted to flag them for consideration. Wrote a state official on the email thread, forwarded on an examples, oh forwarding on other examples of accounts that could be confused with official government entities. The Twitter representative responded, "We will escalate." Were they Carlo Gambino, the guy, you know, the guy who just yeah. nod and not say yeah. do it? Each email in the chain carried a disclaimer that the agency neither has nor seeks the ability to remove or edit that what information is made available on social media platforms. So why would each email contain that? So they know when people like us get a hold of it, they can point to that and say, look, that's exactly what that is, even while they're doing the exact thing that they say they don't have the authority to do. Well, they know they can count on the repulsive punks that work at those companies yeah. to go, oh, well, let me do whatever you need. Well, the way they say it, it's an attempt to run around the First Amendment by exerting continual pressure on private sector social media firms. When the government suggests things, it's not too hard to pull off the velvet glove and you get the male fist, said Adam whatever his name is, a professor of law at Michigan State University. And I would consider such actions, especially when it's bureaucratized, as essentially state action and government collusion with the platforms. As I said earlier, fascism. If a foreign authoritarian government sent these messages, noted Nadine Strassman, the former president of the ACLU, there is no doubt we would call it censorship. So if they were doing this in other countries, we would be calling this censorship. Or if other countries were calling for social media to do this, we would call it censorship. So that's a, that's a great, so this, you know, the worst things you can imagine are happening. It's always keep in mind that the biggest liars and purveyors of misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation is the government, the state department, the military industrial complex, corporate media, and then way down the list are people on YouTube and social media. Just keep that in mind. See, in Denver, Palm Springs, Austin, Texas, and Burbank, California, after Thanksgiving. Plus, we're going to be doing a lot of shows in December in Studio City. Go to JimmyDoreComedy.com for a link for all the tickets.